Hi, I'm Michael Pinter. Welcome to the How to Flip New York podcast, where we teach you how to start or grow a wholesaling or flipping business in New York. If you're getting any value from this podcast, please leave us a review because that helps us out greatly. So we got a request for someone asking how to estimate repairs. Now, that is a very, very tough request. I can tell you that, you know, we before we started wholesaling, we were rehabbing for four years. And I can tell you even two years into rehabbing full time, I probably couldn't estimate repairs well. Because your experience with estimating repairs is limited to what you've done, right? And we had a few contractors in the beginning who were not good. They were not great. And if you're using any kind of general contractor, there's a big pad for his profit. So the question really is, how do you figure out how much things cost? Now, I, and, and I can tell you, this comes up all the time as, a, as an issue because as a wholesaler, right, you're estimating your two numbers that you're figuring out on the property that you're looking at are what the ARV is, what the after repair value is, what's it going to be worth after it's done, after all the work's done, and estimating repairs. And you're figuring some calculation of that. But your ARV and everybody you're trying to wholesale it to's ARV can be very different. And very often it is, right? We had deals recently where I said it's a 500000 property, and people said, no, it's not. It's $450,000 property when we're done. Point of contention, that's fine. And very often, more often, your estimate of repairs is going to be different. Now, at this point, right, we've been doing this since 2013, I know what I can do the repairs for, basically. Right? Obviously, there's surprises sometimes, but I pretty much know what they are. Now, how do I know what they are? I know because I do them, but I cannot, it's very hard for me to explain on a video how you can estimate repairs, right? I think there are a lot of good um, repair estimators online that you can use. The problem is that the repairs in different parts of the country are different than New York. New York, we pay more for sure for our work than in other places, right? I talk to people in Texas, you know, they can take a three-bedroom, two-bathroom ranch, pretty much make it new for 20 grand. But another thing that's important is what's new. You see a lot of the construction in, in Dallas, Texas area is from the 1980s. But our homes in New York and Boston, Philly, some of these places that were around much longer, you know, a lot of the houses are built in the 40s and the 50s. We've done houses that were built in the 1800s. So a lot more needs to be done, right? The plumbing and the electrical in those houses is different. So it's very hard to figure out what it is, right? We're lucky in that we have crews that do things for us pretty cheap and that are that are good and that they we know they can do things inexpensively. The only way for you to know what a real repair estimate is is to get familiar with a couple of contractors that you know you can use who can give you an estimate, right? For example, when we used to do kitchens, kitchens used to cost us a lot more money, but now we have kitchen providers who can give us cabinets for good prices, who can give us countertops for good prices, and we can get the labor done pretty cheap. So if you want, I guess I'll give some numbers, right? So I, I, we can do most kitchens um, with appliances and cabinetry and countertops for around ten dollars to $15,000, depending on size, depending on some things, but that's what we can do. Now, you may not be able to do it for that, right? And if you need help, uh, you need some kind of, if you need vendors, I'll be happy to share some vendors with you. You can. Um, I can do a bathroom, right, depending on what needs to be done, you know, somewhere from five to 10,000, right? And then, but there are little tips and tricks that we use that you should use, right? 
and I and I most people who are inexperienced, you know, just assume everything needs to be done. So the the most important thing, really, I should have started with this. When you repair, when you're estimating repairs, is that you cannot look at it the way we did for the first four years. The way we looked at every property for the first four years is that we were going to gut renovate the whole thing, right? I wanted to be Tarek El Musa from Flip or Flop. I actually spoke to Tarek El Musa. He was he was helpful. He was a great guy, and. I wanted our house to be the nicest house on the block and the nicest house that any buyer was going to look at it. We were going to sell at the top of the market. We wholesale houses to people like that all the time. And I can tell you, I think it's the wrong attitude. I really do. I think it's a mistake. We have pretty much for the last four years looked at every property that we've gone into with the, re the paradigm of what's the least we could do, right? If this bathroom's okay, can I leave it? Okay. If the bathroom's okay, but something we've done a lot, if the tiles are just a crazy color, right? A lot of times you'll see a house where it's got good tile work. Tile work's solid, right? There's those, the square tiles, but they're pink, they're yellow, they're green, right? That screams old. But if they were white, it would be okay. And we'll reglaze them, right? Sometimes it's a crappy tub. Tub's bad. Old days we would replace the tub. Replacing a tub is not simple. You usually have to break tiles around it, you got to find stuff, plumbing issues underneath that you don't want to deal with, that you can't fix. The trip lever, which is the, uh, that's that little button, usually, especially on the older tubs that you push up and down, which change, which which will shut the, the, the drain for the tub, or that'll change it from a bath to a, to a shower. Those things are really old sometimes. You're going to have to break a bunch of uh, tiles. So instead of replacing a tub, if we don't have to, we'll reglaze a tub, right? So we can reglaze a whole bathroom, right? Except the floor sometimes is an issue, but certainly the walls, the tub, for a very reasonable price, under $1,000. Sometimes a lot less than $1,000, depending on how big it is and how high the tiles go. And that'll make a bathroom look new enough to not scare a buyer, right? When we started doing this for the first four years, we looked at everything as saying that every single thing in this house has to be perfect. There cannot be a reason why a buyer would not want to buy our house. But now we look at it as there can't be, make sure there's no reason why a buyer won't want to buy the house. But if a buyer says, well, this bathroom's okay, right? Like we may retile a master bathroom, but a first floor bathroom or a kid's bathroom, we may just reglaze. These are things that you only can figure out over time. And it's very important to know the market, right? If you're competing against properties where everyone's got a new, completely redone bathroom, you may have trouble competing. But what we've noticed for many years, many years now, is that the price that a buyer will pay for a, even a four out of five out of 10, right? So I'm talking about an old house, old kitchens, old bathrooms, and the price a buyer will pay for a nine or 10 out of 10, so a completely renovated house, has been narrowing and narrowing. And when, and a buy, the price a buyer will pay between the house that the, kit, the bathrooms are just okay and the bathrooms are stunning is also narrowing in a lot of areas. Not every area, right? If a higher end area, if probably, somebody's paying $1,700,000 for a house, they may demand brand new uh, updated bathrooms and kitchens. But if someone's paying four or $500,000 for a house and the bathrooms are just okay because you reglaze them instead of completely got renovating them, it could work. More importantly, you probably can't charge the same price, but maybe you can charge less. Now, the question, obviously, by analyzing the market is, is, is it worth it to do the work? And that's the question on every single time you renovate a house, every time. That is the question. Should I do this or should I not do this? 
And what we, when we originally started, we always said, let's do it, just do it, just do it, just do it. And then we realized most of, uh, very often we did things and the first thing the buyer did when he bought the house was undo the things we did, right? We used to open, we used to buy a lot of capes. We used to open the, the, the wall from the, from the uh, kitchen to the dining room, open concept. I can't tell you how many capes the, the buyer said, the first thing I'm doing is putting up a wall here. One guy said he was from India, he cooks with curry, and he's, he didn't want to smell up the house. He was going to put a door in there. My point is, a lot of the things you think you like, the buyer may not like. So estimating costs are very hard, right? We have a great flooring guy. It's not much more than like a dollar something a square foot to refinish wood flooring, right? People come into houses all the time and, they, and it stinks, right? I can literally tell the difference between cat pee and dog pee at this point. I know what it smells like. I'm not proud of that, but I know. And, and people say, oh, the house stinks. It needs to be knocked down. You can get pretty much all cat pee and dog pee uh, smells out of a house. If you rip up the carpeting, usually they're in the carpeting, you refinish and sand and stain the floors and repaint them. The smell is gone. The smell is gone. They're in the walls. It's in the floor. But once you sand the floor, take off that layer, stain it, you're going to smell stain. <laughs> you're not going to smell pee. So... It's very hard to estimate repairs because every single property is different, right? Kitchens and bathrooms, I would say, if the kitchens and bathrooms are in good shape, flooring is good in good shape, and, and the house is painted, it's pretty much up there in a situation where you may not want to do anything else to it. So I'm, I don't think this was that helpful in estimating repairs. I'd love to talk more about it, but I almost need more specifics to do it because every situation is different, right? Every single situation is different. I've seen people show me houses and go, should I do this? And I would say, absolutely not. But the truth is, it's hard to tell, right? And 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 my my numbers for repairs are probably going to be lower than your numbers for repairs. So it's very hard to really get into. Uh, if you have any specific questions, you can comment below and I'll be sure to answer. Hey, thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, go to howtoflipnewyork.com for more information about the various ways that I can help you. And again, if you can leave a review, uh, that would really help us out.